Hi, everybody. My name is Nancy. I'm a grateful, abstaining, compulsive overeater. I have been abstinent for a little over eight years, almost nine. It's coming up close. I have had, I started this program in 1975, and I've been in and out for the last so many, it's over 40 years now. But I have been with the 12 steps the whole time. I just wasn't abstaining the whole time. Um, I came into this program skeptical and didn't know quite what to expect. Um, a family member, I had watched, I had a family member who I had been involved with for a number of years with different programs. We had been to Weight Watchers and and we'd done Atkins and all the all that stuff together. And I watched her lose about 80 pounds over a year's time, and I was bound to determine I wasn't going to ask her. And finally, I couldn't stand it anymore. So I said, okay, so what are you doing? And she said, well, I found this program. But you have to believe in God. And I said, well, I don't have a problem. I, you know, I have 14 years perfect attendance in Sunday school. So I can, I can do the God thing. So what else is there? And she said, well, why don't you come to a meeting and see? Oh. All right, so I went to the meeting. There was a newcomers meeting that night. And a woman there explained how the program works. Now at that time, we had a food plan that everybody had to be on. It was called the gray sheet. And when she explained it to me, I was just dumbfounded. And one of the other people in the meeting said, do you mean to tell me I can't eat another piece of bread my entire life? And she said, you can have all the bread you want. You just can't eat it today. And that has kind of been the byline of my program. As I have gone through and when I have been abstinent, there are things that I can eat because they belong to me and things that I can't because they don't. I went through the program at the beginning. I got just as crazy about being abstinent as I had been about eating, and I lost an awful lot of weight, over 180 pounds in 18 months. And I was hips looking cool and on the circuit in, Los An in the Los Angeles area, speaking all the time. And we called it then hips looking cool. And all I really wanted was to get married and have children. That had been my lifelong dream. And uh, I met a man. And he, I don't know that he was my dream man, but he was a nice man and we got married and we had two sons. When I got married, he said to me, you don't have to go to those meetings anymore. And I said, well, thank you very much. And I turned my life and my will over to the care of Howard as I understood him. We were married for 11 years. The last nine were almost unbearable. We moved to a very small town in Northern California. I tried to go back to program. I found a room where two little ladies shuffled in. They had between them over 50 years of, of sobriety and 35 years of abstinence. And they sat and read the big book to each other and talked about their experience, strength, and hope. And I was bored to tears. I expected stories and stuff and stuff that I had experienced in program when I had been in, Cal in, in Southern California. I didn't have any idea what God had given me 
at that moment. That was such a gift. And I didn't have a clue. We finally moved back to the San Fernando Valley. I left my husband and I tried to go back to OA, but OA had changed. And so I ended up in Howe for a while and I worked Howe, but I wasn't, I was successful for a while, but there too, I got sidetracked and things didn't go the way I thought they should. And so I was off and running again. I have to say that working the program is not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. You have to really want to be here. And you have to want what the people around you have. When you see somebody whose life is is amazing and they're living happy, joyous, and free, and you see that and witness that all the time or hear about it in meetings, of course that's what you want. But you have to ask that person what they go through to get it. And that's not always easy to hear. I didn't want to know that I had to read and write every day. I didn't want to know that I was supposed to be studying the big book. I didn't want to know that. I just wanted to lose weight as quickly as possible. And the gray sheet did that for me. So I continued on that. When you go into how you do the gray sheet for the first 30 days, and then they add you that they add a grain back and you try and, and make that work. And it worked for me. I lost 90 pounds. I did pretty well. And then I had to write their inventory, which I did. And I gave it away. And I didn't, nothing changed. I'd heard all this stuff about how stuff changes. Nothing really changed. So I was out again. In 2013, I was married to a man that I had simply adored and I knew adored me. I had um, two grandchildren, one on the way. My mother was diagnosed with a fatal disease at the end of February, the beginning of March, my husband passed away quite suddenly. I was taking my mother for treatment and I was watching her slowly decline. And then she died. And then they told me that my position at the place that I had worked for 12 years had been eliminated. And I found myself a month later in a dark room playing video games and eating. And I didn't, I didn't think I could find a way back. My Eskimo, my second Eskimo, my first Eskimo was a family member, like I said before, but my second Eskimo was this little lady from Bolivia with a little firecracker and she just kicked my behind and said, you need to come back to the program right now. And I said, I, I, I had a million reasons why I couldn't go in. And she finally said, you have to come with me to this meeting because I can't get there by myself. You're going to have to drive me. So I took her to this meeting under duress and stress and whatever. And the gal that was speaking that night was someone I had known for ever since I had been in the program. And she talked about reinventing herself. 
She had had similar things happen in her life like I had had. Several things wiped out, a job lost, a job that she loved and had done for years was over. There were just all kinds of similarities, and she had taken it upon herself to find a way to reinvent herself. So after thinking about it and praying about it, I decided I needed to do that. I found a sponsor who required me. Now, understand, I'm retired at this point. She required me to be up at 6.40 in the morning to call her with my food and my writing completed. But that was not an easy task for me. But for the first time in all the years that I had been around 12-step programs, I started working the program. Shazam! Amazing! What happens when you do that? After nine months, she decided that she couldn't sponsor me anymore, so I found another sponsor, and I've been with her ever since. She actually lives on the East Coast, and I talk to her a couple times a week, and I am involved in a, in a step study that happens once a week on, on, on Zoom, and I am just... The whole new world is opening for me. At every at every class is a new experience, and I am learning more about me and who I am and where I'm going than I ever have before. This program saved my life in a number of ways, and after I'm almost 73 years old, but it's taken me 55 years to learn to accept who I am, to like who I am. To, to know that tomorrow is going to be similar today to today as long as I keep working my program and, and doing what I'm supposed to do. And not what somebody else has told me I'm supposed to do, what I in my heart know that I'm supposed to do. I read with my sponsees. We, we've chosen, I just today finished the first 164 pages of the big book with a sponsee that I've been reading. She's been around the program a long time too. And we have learned so much from this little journey that we took together. I have friends that are outside a program who don't understand anything about how this program works. There's an old saying that comes from way back when, for those that understand, no explanation is necessary. For those that don't, no explanation is possible. And I have to use that a lot when I'm with people that are not in program and don't understand how my mind works and how I think and how my higher power is always on my shoulder. There was a time he wasn't. I got very angry with him after 2013 and everything was, everything that defined me as a person was taken away in just a few months. I was so angry with God, I couldn't even see straight. The first thing that I was asked to do when I came back to program was to write a want ad for a, a new higher power. And I did that. And I called that new higher power, my God. And everything was centered around my God. After I had practiced, truly practiced the program for a little over a year, I realized that my God and the God of my childhood were the same in my heart. And I had walked away from him. He hadn't walked away from me. 
as I have looked at my life, how my life has played out over the last 25 years, I have seen how God has been there for me every time I turned around, even when I wasn't thinking about that in particular. But the path of my life has been divinely driven, and it's taken me all this time to realize that he's always been there. And I guess I call him a he because it comes from years ago when I saw that picture of the Lord asking children to come to him. And, you know, it doesn't really matter. He could be a she. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who he is, who that person is, who that being is for you, as long as you can lay your body at their feet and say, I'm yours. I am here to do whatever you want me to do. I am willing to do this. Anything is possible if you believe. And I have lived my life with that for the last eight years and have been so joyful. I have never been happier in my life. And I got to tell you, my life hasn't been all that wonderful. I left a, I lost my house in the housing crash. I lost my husband and I, my mother's house became mine and I moved into a bedroom and bathroom in the back of her house from my four bedroom house that I loved. And I've never been happier. My youngest son and his three children live here and I've been able, when I was younger and having children, I was the breadwinner. So I didn't get to be home for the first steps and the, and the, first words and the going to school the first time I was I heard about it that was even before cell phones there wasn't even a way to take a picture but being here with these grandkids has been an amazing experience in my life when I moved here my nine-year-old granddaughter was two months old and I've watched these babies grow and I've been part of their lives as they have grown. And it has been just the greatest gift God could have given me. I have lost almost 80 pounds. I am working every day on abstaining and learning about the big book and, and doing everything that I can to be as close to program as possible, but also living my life. Is that five minutes? I was just going to say five minutes. Okay. I can't tell you that it's going to be peaceful. I can't tell you that it's going to be easy. I can't tell you anything other than it's simple and you have to want it. And I wanted it so bad. I was so needy when I came here. I just wanted the pain to stop. And I wanted that constant urgency of having to have something else to stop. And I wanted to be happy. And I wanted to be calm and peaceful. And I wanted my life to make sense. Today I have that. The 12 steps, writing inventories. My sponsors even had me write inventories on situations. When something came up that I didn't completely understand, write a fourth step on that, Nancy. Are you kidding? But I did it, and it worked. 
I was willing to do whatever it took to get better. And I'm still to this day willing to do whatever it takes to work this program one day at a time to the very best of my ability. Thank you for letting me share.